When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome back, Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers on 590 ESPN Omaha, 1480 ESPN Lincoln, live on Twitter, live on YouTube. If you'd like to get involved in the show, 888-638-4876. Some big news on the recruiting trail uh, as the portal officially closed and Jacob Hood is the newest addition to the Huskers. He comes over from Georgia, now the third former Bulldog to join the Huskers and boy is he a a big addition because O-line seemed to be a priority still after falling um, from Rouse, from Mizuka, from Cornelius and they got a guy they didn't get the guy that everybody was out there going after. But once Hood's name hit the portal, people were calling for him. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because I think um, highly touted coming out of high school, obviously going to a good program. It's been – it's – I think we're a little gun-shy, though, as a fan base, right? Just we know that it's not super linear just because this amount of stars, Georgia doesn't mean this. But I think in terms of adding depth – and that competitive drive that we talked about for so long yesterday, uh, another, you know, potentially athletic big lineman doesn't hurt to get in the fold. And when I was doing a lot of research into him because uh, I was trying to gauge what he was like coming out of high school and who he is now after leaving Georgia – his big critique was that he didn't have a lot of technique. Mm-hmm. He didn't have good footwork. Uh, but then I kept reading more into him this morning, and I found out one of his favorite sports is basketball. Well, basketball, you need insane footwork. And that has helped him progress into the player he is. So a big body, great frame, good size, can make up for more mistakes than he misses on just because of his size. Yet he's still not the biggest tackle on the roster because you have Prohaska and then you have Ben Hart who also uh, rank a little bit higher than him when it comes to total size. Yeah, it's interesting too because one of the things that I always like watching when there's new strength and conditioning is what happens with the body types because really strength trainers are at the behest of their head coach and what their head coach wants, uh, those guys – like the finished products to look like is typically kind of how they gear this thing. And I wonder, like, prototypes. Obviously, you have to be able to measure frame and weight bearing and and, and what kind of weight, good weight that they could potentially carry. But I thought for the last couple of years that Nebraska was a little too big and a little too sluggish along the fronts because – I went through an exercise a couple of years, about a year, year and a half ago. I was just 
weighing, you know, Nebraska's O-line and D-line versus everybody else in the rest of the conference. And I don't know, I think they're about 12 or 13 pounds heavier on the O-line and maybe about the same along the D-line. I have to go back and and look at my notebook. And I almost kind of want to think lighter quicker uh, for the way that the conference is moving because I want to be able to move, right? I was, I was looking at the offensive line last year, and I think they got a lot better as the season went on, I, relatively speaking. Uh, made a lot of progress as the season went on because they started worrying less about getting to second level and making sure that they secure first level first, right? So I thought there were there were monumental increases in offensive line play. I didn't think the running backs helped them out a ton, right? Because you can help out uh, an offensive line that's developing by just not trying to do too much. Get what you can get and don't throw a fit is what I like to say. Um, so I'll be curious to see what kind of body types they want. They have some, they have some big guys. Right? Does Teddy really need to be 330? Now, when you're 6'9", you may not have a lot of options. <laughs> right. right. It may just Does, come with the size. You know, I thought New Orleans um, looked good the other day when I saw him. Like, how will that tapered frame look? Because I think with these different fronts that people are saying and D-lines getting put on the move, you have to, you have, to be, have a certain amount of athleticism. And, you know, with a guy like Hood, who's a big guy, you know, coming out of high school, a lot of times that's why offensive line, in my opinion, is hard to critique because you don't have to be great technicians sometimes to be really good high school offensive linemen because you can just maul guys, right? And so at some point that's going to catch up with you. And, and typically it's, you know, when you get to conference play at Power 5 schools, right, technique matters. So I don't – I won't uh, – I won't poo-poo it just yet because I think better days ahead. Well, and he learned from the best of the best – when he played at Georgia, he competed with the best of the best while he was there. So he's got that mindset of how can I help flip Nebraska? Mm-hmm. How can I help get them back to greatness, to their pinnacle? And, and I, I, I love that mentality as, as he makes his change over. With Hood, Nebraska has now added 11 transfers, six on offense, four on defense, and one long snapper. He's the second offensive lineman in that group. But something that we still are missing, something that has been, I I don't want to call it weighing on us because we've talked about it a lot. And and Matt Rule and his staff have a plan for it, I guarantee it. But defensive line and and improvement there. You found found a way to get it on the offensive side of the ball, right? When you retain Rayola, he liked the guys that were currently there. You add a few more to give your, your group some depth. But now work needs to be – maybe the page needs to turn, and here's the defensive lines chapter. Yeah, I asked a couple of coaches at the Power 5 level yesterday, just trying to get a feel. Hey, where are you guys in terms of scholarship defensive linemen? And almost everybody was 11 or more, right? Nebraska currently has – you know, Vincent Carroll Jackson, Van Poplin, Leonard, that's three. They're all freshmen. No redshirt freshmen. Uh, they got Ruquan Buckley and Elijah Judy. Gives you five. Huttmacher, Robinson, and Stefan Wynn. It's not a lot of interior linemen. I mean, if you do the quick math, you're sitting at eight right now. And I just, that would be, that's a, that's a cause for concern now. 
depending on the front you play, you may not need as, as many. But contrary to popular belief, sometimes if you play an odd front and you play with um, like the numbers, like if you play with two fours, guys that are head up on the tackles and, and a nose, you need three true defensive linemen. If you're playing an even front, like a four, like a four three, you need two defensive linemen and two edge guys. So even though the number is smaller, you need more linemen for the odd front. Unless you get, you know, this fantastic tweener. You know, there aren't a lot of Justin Smiths <laughs> rolling around from Missouri that can get in a five, rush the passer, and stop the run, right? There aren't a lot of those guys, the Richard Seymours of the world. So um, it's going to be interesting. They're going to have to find some guys uh, to really add to the depth along that defensive line. And then also offensively, the Huskers added Jeremiah Charles, and he is one of those high upside players. Yeah. Somebody that – Multi-athlete guy. Let's, let's just say Matt Rule likes to, uh, likes to gravitate to him and his staff. Love the – Love the forgotten one. And this is someone that only played a Hoop, year of football. Hooper, track, basketball. Yeah, he may be a three-sport athlete, yeah. but in regards to the sport he committed to, only playing for one year, development's going to be the name of the game. I, I, don't, know if, I don't know if it's rational or irrational. One thing, Coach, and I'm going to keep saying this because I hear it every time I talk to him. He's confident. He doesn't have any. It's not like he sits around and he's like, now I wonder if we can develop these guys. Uh, you know, I – I wonder if we're okay yeah, in the Wonder is not in his vocabulary. No, because I mean, he has a he has a thousand case studies of converting and developing. So I don't think that that's what he worries about at all. And that's probably going to have to be one of their advantages because I've always said what gave Iowa and Wisconsin and Minnesota the advantage over Nebraska in terms of development is they played a certain way for so long. They know exactly – what the what the finished picture is supposed to be. Nebraska changed so much within such a short amount of time, I thought the picture was a little murky. So if they know what they want at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they start drawing with. I think they know how they want to get there. Yeah, offensively, too, somebody that really intrigues me is Eric Gilbert. I haven't gotten to talk to you about that just yet, um, and we'll talk more about him um, in, in our next seg segment as we wind down uh, – our second segment of the show, but I want to get your, I want to get your thoughts on one thing because he seems like somebody that can never be satisfied. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, it's always something. So I want you to, to kind of sit back on that. And if you'd like to uh, add in your two cents to 888-638-4876, because it's left an uneasy feeling in me because a lot of people are giving him so much love right away, and I'm kind he's of... Tr he's not trending in the right direction, right? Right, yeah. and I'm kind of in the backseat just kind of like overlooking everybody else. So we'll talk more about that next.